Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you letting your reactions to the world control your life? Because I know I definitely experienced that and I experienced it so much more before my mental health journey and my spiritual awakening. I was just really fucking angry and my reactions ruled me and external circumstances ruled me. And I feel like that's one of the deepest lessons that I've learned along my journey is that we get to decide how we react. And even though emotions feel extreme, We have the ability to manage them and work with them and love ourselves deeper because it's really only hurting ourselves to react in toxic ways. And I've been there. So I have no judgment for you if you were like this because I am also like this and I've learned so much. And I feel like today is such a powerful episode with an amazing guest. Mafan Zuris is an amazing podcaster and social media personnel. She is the host of I Missed Me. And we got into an amazing conversation today on reactions. And how can you stop letting your reactions from external experiences control your life so that in turn, you can become the most happiest healed version of yourself? This episode is so good. I can't wait for you to hear it. We were just going off. So yeah, this is Skinny Dipping, the podcast around the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. I am Kayla Rose. Let's strip down and dive in. This is Mafe from I Missed Me. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I literally, my heart is so full. We have had some technical difficulties, which I feel, I know. I feel like it's bonded. So much energy, so much energy here. So much energy. We're cleansing the space. I feel like it bonded us a little bit because we just had to figure it out. And now we get to enter this conversation and yeah, like I missed me. What a fucking powerful name for a podcast. I'm obsessed. That's the first thing I noticed. I was like, this name is brilliant. Why I missed me. Thank you so much. I mean, since I was little, I I always had like little businesses and stuff. And I don't know why, but names for businesses are like for businesses, podcasts, like everything names are just so important to me. And 
I mean, same with my podcast. Like when I decided to start a podcast, I was like, what's well, a very like powerful name that people can like identify themselves with and that they can read and they know what the podcast is about. And then I Miss Me was born and I Miss Me kind of comes from the concept of like coming back home to yourself and we get lost in relationships and in people and places and in situations. But I mean, I Miss Me just kind of the journey of like coming back to yourself and healing and becoming the best version of yourself again. Wow. I love that. Have you got lost in the sauce in relationships before? Like losing? I, have. I have. And I talk about them on I Miss Me. And that's really why I came up with that name is because I did lose myself and I did have to find myself again. And that's what I, I do love about I Miss Me is that it, it does come from personal experiences. So yeah, it is that return home. And when I saw that name, I resonated with it so deeply because I was like, yes, I missed me. Because I've been in a relationship for seven years and I know the intensity of codependency and how you can just lose yourself. And I luckily have been able to find ways to find myself within the relationship without ending it. But I feel like a lot of times it needs to be ended. And what was that experience like for you? Like, tell us a little bit about that relationship or those relationships that inspired I missed me, like realizing that you lost yourself. And it's such a tough realization to come to the point of where it clicks and you're like, damn, where am I? Like, I have lost myself. Like, it is such a painful realization. And what does that story for you look like? Yeah, and I mean, I love talking about my relationship. It's so therapeutic for me to like, my way of coping is by talking. And this happened two years ago. And, and I talk about this breakup so much and people are like, oh, this girl's obsessed. But like, no, it's not about the breakup, but it's about like the lessons that the breakup left. Like I did not start a podcast or a healing or found the best version of myself because of a breakup, but because of everything that I learned about myself after the breakup. And that's like one of the main reasons why I think breakups are important, not because of the breakup, not because of the person, like I could care less, like I wish them the best, I could care less. But the person that I became after that breakup is the reason why I talk about it so much. Like, I just want to start off by saying that. Yes. No, I love that because recently I had a friendship breakup that I've actually talked about quite a bit on this show. And for so long, I didn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. One, because I was like healing. But now that I'm like past it and don't give a fuck anymore, I'm like now talking about it. And I've talked right. about it a couple times on the podcast and I'm like, whoa, I hope people don't think I'm obsessed with like this relationship <laughs> or this person. Cause exactly. it's not that, like, I agree. Like exactly. it's not about the breakup. It's not about the person. It's not even about your relationship with that person. It is about the lessons that you learned without them. It's exactly. about who you are now because of the heartbreak, because of the pain, because of realizing that you lost yourself. And I think it happens in friendship breakups too, that codependency oh, of losing yourself and being like, I missed me. Like I had this situation where, like it was actually the person I started the podcast with. Like we were just so codependent, okay. did everything together. We literally looked alike. People would call us yeah. twins. We were just like so intertwined and I lost myself so deeply that I didn't even know who the fuck I was. And finding yourself after not knowing who you are, I totally agree. It's not about the breakup. It's not about the other person. Like it is about the lessons that you learned and who you are after it. That's the point. It's not even about anybody else, but you and your own journey. And yeah, give us some tea. I love tea. And I just want to start off by saying that like, it's not that I'm obsessed with the person. It's not that I'm obsessed with the breakup or anything. It's just that I'm obsessed with the version that I became after that breakup. Like, I just want to start off by saying that. But 
I this was a person that I dated for about like seven, eight months. Like it was not even that long. Like that's what I'm saying. But it was my first relationship and it was my first breakup. So it was definitely really, really hard on me. And the reason why it was so painful is because I feel like I realized that I, for the first time, someone outside of my family made me realize that I really had to change and like heal and figure things out about myself that I didn't want to before because it was like my parents telling me like, you're a little bit mean sometimes or like don't ask things in like the nicest way or whatever but it's like your parents your sisters and you're like they're just saying that because they're annoying whatever but then when when another person comes in and loves you so much and has like so much appreciation and love for you but is able to leave your life because that was like the reason of the breakup was like I know that he cared about me and I know that he loved me but he was able to put himself first and be like you need to work on this this and this and I the best thing for me right now is to let you go like that was him for me and I respected that so much because at the time I was so codependent on relationships and I depended so much on people that I was never ever gonna be able to ever do that with anyone like today yeah because of what I learned but back then for me to be like I have to let you go like no like no I had to keep people in my life like I was never gonna be someone to be like I have to let you go for my well-being. No, not at all. So for someone to do that with me was like, wow, like people can actually do this. Like people can actually love you and let you go because of putting themselves first. And that for me was a super eye-opening lesson of like, if he could do it, I can do it as well in my life from now on. And that's one of the biggest lessons that I take from that breakup of like, you can love people and put yourself first. I love that. And what did he show you within yourself that needed to be changed and needed to be shifted? so many things like he made me feel super guilty about the person that I was for a very long time that I was super angry with him because I was like how can he love me and tell me that I'm a mean person that I don't ask things in a nice way and like how can he be telling me all these things if he loves me but then I realized like no it is true like I don't want to say that I was narcissistic but maybe a little bit of like I wanted own your shit queen this is like the skinny dipping what we do here is Uh shit. everyone knows that i own like that i can be like the biggest fucking bitch and i also like can have narcissistic qualities and tendencies something that my therapist always reminds me is like you may have like certain traits of like mental i guess identities i guess for example something like narcissism or anxiety disorder like you may have like certain things but it isn't all who you are and we do have the ability to shift and change and evolve and the only way to do that is being fully accountable and just like Like, I can be the biggest fucking bitch. So I have no judgment for you in this moment (laughs) because I also am that person that I can tend to not say things in the kindest way, or I can just like kind of blow up and get upset and like lose my temper and things like that. So I own it so hard. We can own our shit today. Okay. Owning my shit. I was super narcissistic and I was the type of person that wanted things my way or my way. Like there was no other way. And it didn't happen how I wanted them to happen. Like I would explode and I would blame people when it wasn't even their fault. So it was like, he was so nice to me that I kind of got used to him being nice by me being mean. And I never thought that he would eventually leave. So I kind of just got used to that lifestyle of like me being mean and like me being like super bossy and whatever. And he eventually like exploded like as he should. And then eventually he left and Then I opened my eyes of like, things are not always going to happen my way. And I have to change my ways, not because of him, but because I'm going to have other relationships that I don't want them to end the same way. I I have friendships that I have to take care of. I have a family that's been telling me the same things over and over again. And maybe they're right. Like, I'm going to work eventually. I'm going to be in jobs and like life not always happens how 
you want it to happen, but it's like your reaction that matters. And I didn't know how to react. Also, I wasn't connected spiritually at all. Like I wasn't into like the spiritual world of like things happen for you, not to you. So like I always thought that things were happening to me and to me and to me. And I would always just like react and explode. And I mean, yeah, that was like mainly the reason of the breakup. Also, we were two completely different people, like polar opposites and like opposites attract. But you do have to have some things in common for a relationship to work. We did not at all. So I take accountability for my actions. I know that the breakup was not only my fault. And I see that now also. Some people are just not meant to be forever. And that's okay. Yeah, no. And I love that you've like learned so much and like owned your shit. And like, what was that like? Like tapping into the spiritual side of yourself, tapping into the flow state, knowing that you can go with the flow, that life is happening for Mm -hmm. you, that you don't have to have the death grip on life. Because trust me, I relate so much to this especially like you're 19 I'm 24 like yeah literally when I was 19 I mean I didn't start getting into my journey till I was like 2021 and starting to learn these lessons the sooner the fucking better honestly I just feel like I also really struggled and I kind of imagined it as having a death grip on life like I felt so scared of losing things that I cared about. I felt so scared of things not going my way because that would lead to expectation letdown and disappointment. And that would lead to feelings of sadness and deep unworthiness and just this overall fear coming in. So I also had this death grip on life. Like I need to control everything. I need to control everyone. I need things to go my way. My way is the best way. I see the big picture and I had that too. And I relate so deeply to that because it's such a hard thing to grow out of. And I'm guessing it was for you too, or it's something you're still experiencing growing out of. And what is something that you've done like actionably? Like, is it like reading certain books or like doing certain practices with yourself? What have you done to grow out of having that death grip on life? Yeah. And I mean, I love actionable stuff. And that's why I started I Missed Me and gave like so many book recommendations and like meditations and stuff, because if you don't tell me what to do, I'm super lost. So I love that you say actionable because, yeah, I mean, I started recording myself and that's how this podcast was born because I got to a point where I was so sad. Like I felt so much sadness on my body where it was like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I don't know what else to do. And time was going by like nine, 10 months. Like he doesn't know this. He doesn't know that I took so long to get over him. And I hope he doesn't listen to this. I did not understand why I was feeling so sad. And I think I just didn't have a relationship with myself at all. So you can talk to anyone. And people can give you like so much advice, but if you don't have a relationship with yourself, you're never going to actually receive that information. So I was so sad that I eventually like started recording myself on my phone and be like, okay, Mafe, what's going on? Like what's going on? And I started recording myself and I started having conversations with myself, just like ranting, talking about my feelings. And then I started understanding that I was feeling a certain way because when I was little, blah, blah, blah. Like I was, I literally became my own therapist by talking with myself on my phone. And I had so many, so many voice notes of me talking with myself whenever I was feeling like it, whenever I was alone, whenever I had like free time, I would just turn my phone on and start having conversations with myself. I love that. That is such a good actionable step is like when you are feeling that loneliness, I feel like, of course, therapy is so important, but then it's also like talk to yourself, get to know yourself, ask yourself questions, just 
think out loud, especially if you are an external processor, like if you need to externally process things through words or through art or through moving things out of your body, whatever it is, however, somebody externally processes it. I feel like a lot of people listening are external processors and it can be so tough because you're like, who do I turn to? Who do I talk to? And it's like, yourself (laughs) like literally just turn on your voice notes app and fucking get into your therapy session i love that nobody is ever gonna understand yourself better than you (laughs) nobody ever so if you're talking with yourself like and things start clicking or at least that was for me things start clicking and and i started understanding myself and then i started reading books the power of now the secret i started meditating i started journaling i started being more grateful for the things that i had and then understood that i was craving the attention from someone who didn't want to be there but there's so many people around me who do want to be there that i'm not appreciating that i'm dishonoring by wasting my time wanting for someone that doesn't want to be here to be here so i just started being grateful for the people that i had around me and the things that i had around me i mean i always talk about gratitude gratitude is super important i always recommend the secret it's so easy to read and it explains gratitude in like the most perfect way. I love that. Um, and if you were to paraphrase like the learnings from The Secret, like I think everyone should go and read it because I also think it's an amazing book. Like, 100%. So but if you were to paraphrase like what it taught you, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, it's a 27 day guide of how to change your life through gratitude because it basically explains how and the Bible says it too, like if you are not grateful for what you have, even what you have will be taken away from you. And if you're grateful for what you have, you will receive more of that. And like, basically, here we get so much deeper and like talking about like frequencies and stuff like you don't attract what you want, you attract who you are. And we are energy and we are vibrating in a certain frequency. And you only attract things that are aligned with that frequency that you're vibrating on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like something that I love to say is like emotion is energy in motion. Mm -hmm. And that is so powerful because the emotion of gratitude, that is the highest frequency that you can be at. Like Mm -hmm. whenever I am feeling in such pity and self-doubt and victim mode, which we all get into, like no shame, no guilt for that. Like it's something that we experience as humans, but we get into it. It's like, we have a choice to shift our state. And there's something that Tony Robbins says, cause I love Tony Robbins and like, I don't know, some people don't like him, but I really like him. I love him. I met him actually last year in, in September. He's lit. I love him. I really like him. I know some people don't, but I really like him. Okay. I like him too. And something that he says that I love is people are like, well, Tony, like, do you have like a bad day? And he's like, of course I have bad days. It's just like, I'm choosing to shift my state. We have tools and skills to shift our our state like something as simple as movement or breath work or a cold shower like those are little things that we can do to shift our state and the easiest way to shift your state is shifting your vibration from a place of why me why is this happening to me to a place of gratitude because mm-hmm. where gratitude exists fear can never exist there when gratitude takes up space there is no room for the fear to exist so it's like when people are like how do i get rid of this anxiety how do i get rid of the fear i always tell people i'm like stop trying to get rid of something Stop trying to take away from your life because that's super hard to do when that's habitually what you know. Instead, think of adding healthier things to your life. What can you add in place of that so there will be less room for that fear, less room for that anxiety? And I think gratitude is the most powerful thing for that. So how did you begin to actually shift from a state of fuck this why is this happening to me everything needs to go my way and if it doesn't like it's not my fault it's the outside world like feeling in that victim mode to a place of 
accountability and gratitude? Like, how did you actually do that? Or do you feel like you're still working on it? No, I mean, I did read The Secret when I was like 13, super young. At 13, like what problems can you have, you know? But my mom gave me that bug because I was an athlete and I used to play tennis. And I used to be super hard on myself growing up when I I used to compete every single weekend. And I was super hard on myself when I lost. And I kind of grew up hating myself like a little bit because of the sport. And my mom gave me that book and it completely changed my life and like my way of seeing it back then when I was like 14, 15, then I kind of left it and I kept growing up and my life was kind of fine until I got heartbroken. And then I was like, maybe I should go back to read it and like actually apply this to my life again because of how good my life got back then when I read it. And I kind of need that again. And I just need something to like guide me. You know, I also went to this Christian camp, which I'm not religious at all. I haven't ever talked about my spirituality or religion on my podcast yet because I know that it, it's a very like strong and controversial topic, but I'm not religious at all. I'm super spiritual and I love every single religion. I think every single religion is super beautiful and I love talking about them and I learn a lot about like every single one, but I don't stick to one. And I went to Christian camp and I didn't even know I was Christian until I got there. Everyone was just talking about God and I was like, oh, maybe this is Christian. But I'm referring to it because everybody just had this like sense of belonging or trust that everything was going to be okay because of a higher power, if you want to call it God or the universe or whatever it is. But everybody just had this sense of like trust of like, maybe I'm not okay right now, but everything is going to be okay. And that's what I needed in the moment. So everything just kind of aligned in my life for me to go there to start reading the secret again, to start journaling. And I was so sad that I needed to trust something. And it was just like trust on myself and the universe and that everything was going to be okay eventually. I literally love that because that's something I've struggled with because I didn't grow up in any sort of religion either. Like my dad was raised really Jewish and my mom was raised very Catholic. And when they had me, they were like, okay, we're not going to raise her in anything. (laughs) So I never got to practice faith and getting into my spiritual journey like four years ago. I began to learn what faith was. And I will have to say, when you don't practice faith, when you don't know it at a young age, it is incredibly hard to trust. Like, I don't know if it's my Scorpio rising or like my skepticism. Like I, (laughs) no matter how deeply I feel spirit, like I literally feel spirit with me at every moment. I have signs everywhere, synchronicities everywhere. I still come back to that place of deep internal struggle of like, I still feel alone sometimes. I don't feel like I can fully put my trust in that higher power, even though I know that it exists and I've had so much proof. And I feel like that's something that I do love about religion. Like, even though there is so much fucked up shit within religion and within the systems of of power and, and abuse and how they've used it to control masses of people, like religion is so bad in so many ways, so many different religions, like not just Catholicism, but so many. But what I do love about religion that I feel like I didn't get growing up is that practice of faith and that practice of trusting something bigger than yourself because that is a practice. You know, it's within all of us, but you have to practice the skill in order to get used to it. And the more I practice it, the more I'm like, okay. Like right now I've been in deep trust mode because I've had so many plans kind of up in the air and I've just had to be like, the plans will all fall into place. Like I am so divinely guided and 
the plans did all work out. I was freaking out over nothing. And that's kind of what happens. Like you freak exactly. out. And then I was just like, I can trust this time. Like I've been practicing my faith for years. And I know that fucking God, the universe, spirit, divine source, something fucking bigger than me has my back. And it's going to protect me and give me the best results. And I feel like we get confused because we're like, oh, what I want to happen isn't happening. But it's like, what is happening is what is meant to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think I can relate to that in the controlling way that you have experienced. I've experienced that too. And to put your faith in something bigger, I feel like is one of the easiest ways to relinquish that control and relinquish that need to have things to go your way. Because you realize that when you zoom out and you look at like the bigger picture of your life, that things actually are working out. I don't know if you've had that similar experience, but yeah. A hundred percent. What you said, like you don't need to be religious to have faith at all. Because faith, I mean, at the end of the day is trust. And you can always trust, like you can always surrender, like always. And what you were talking about, like signs and coincidences and like things that happen to you that let you know that are guiding you to the right place. I've been listening again to the power of now. I I always refer to books, but it basically explains how we are in essence, pure consciousness. And we are all somehow like connected because we're all energy consciousness in a physical body just some people are not aware of it or just decide to not pay attention to it and we are consciousness so the more connected that you are the more signs that you're gonna see because of how present and aware that you are yeah and it is about that openness to receiving because mm-hmm. the signs the synchronicities the love the the chills like they're always there it's just like how open exactly. is the channel to like receiving exactly. those Like, what do you do to open your channel and like be open to receiving and be in that surrender mode? Like, do you just like try to talk to yourself and like try to like have those conversations with yourself and be like, okay, like I can trust or is there something that you specifically do is do you like to like listen to things like it's super weird, but I and I've been practicing for a few months now and my life has completely changed in like the craziest way I can give you examples, but I just I don't think. I don't think again I go to the power of not you should definitely listen to the audiobook I'm not I don't like to read <laughs> audiobooks are my thing like podcasts audiobooks and you should definitely listen to it and everyone that's listening to this episode should listen to the power of now but our mind is a tool that if we don't learn how to use it will use us that's why we're always overthinking or heartbroken because of scenarios that we make up in our heads or whatever so our mind is a tool that we should only use when we need to use it and that's it And when we're overthinking or when we're thinking about sad things, we don't need to be using our minds like at all, but we're using it like unconsciously our minds is using us. So I've been learning how to shut my thoughts. Don't think when I don't need to think and just like quiet my mind. And when you learn how to observe your thoughts instead of create them, you're just vibrating and you're just trusting and your mind is literally quiet. So you're just energy. You're just vibrating and you're just receiving. And that's what I've learned is that my I'm meant to use my mind when I have to problem solve or when I have to think about something, when I have to give responses. But other than that, I really don't have to be using my mind at all. I just have to be aware. I have to be conscious and I have to be vibrating. And that's how you attract everything that you want by not blocking your life with thoughts and just be conscious and present. Wow. So you're going about your day, right? You're going about your day and you are just faced with some major annoyance, like conflict or somebody just like 
texts you something, maybe like, let's use this example. Somebody texts you something that you might start to take personally and our brain starts to make meaning. It starts to make stories. Our brain loves to create meaning and create stories because familiarity and predictability and predicting stories and how things are going to play out makes our mind feel safe, right? Because Mm -hmm. if we can predict our evolutionary brain, our little monkey brain is like, okay, Uh well, I can predict it. Like, I can avoid anything bad happening. I can move away from pain. I can avoid pain. So then we create these stories. So we're in this moment, you get a text, maybe it just like you start to take it personally. (laughs) Then you realize that your brain is running you. What do you do? I mean, we always have to remember that our brain is wired for comfort, not happiness. So whatever habits we are used to, we're going to go back to. Whatever cycle of thoughts we're used to, we're going to go back to. So if normally you get a text and it annoys you and you explode, you will always do it until you stop yourself and realize that you're not doing it because you want to do it, but you're doing it because your brain is used to doing it and is comfort with doing that. And the only way that you're going to learn how to control your brain instead of your brain controlling you is by reacting different this time. And I've been learning how to react different a while ago. And it sounds really weird and it's going to sound like I'm bullshitting, but I really, really few things annoy me nowadays. Like really few things. It takes a lot for me to be mad and to be annoyed. And if I catch myself being mad, I'm like, I'm wasting my energy. Normally the things that make me mad don't deserve my madness and don't deserve my energy. Like if you make me mad, you don't deserve my energy. And then I stopped myself. So I had to learn how to unlearn my habits and my reactions. And like we were, what we were talking about, I had to learn that our brain is wired for comfort and not happiness. So I really don't want to react this way. It's just that I've been reacting this way my whole life. And the only way that I'm going to stop my reactions or change my bad habits is by realizing that these are the habits that I have to change and change them. I love that. So do you kind of just like call yourself out? Like when you find yourself starting to react how you used to, or are you just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Or do you just like 100%. call yourself out? Is that what you do? And I think it's necessary to call yourself out in the most loving, patient way of like, you have to kind of like train yourself to be the best version of yourself, you know? Yeah, and grace, like knowing that, of course. Exactly. With grace and love and patience. And, and, and it's not like, don't respond. It's like, we're not going to respond because I value my peace more than I value this reaction that I'm about to have to this text that like you gave that example. But like, for example, I crashed a few weeks ago, I crashed my car and I was about to react. And I like kind of stopped and like closed my eyes at the steering wheel. And I'm like, it happened. Like it happened. I'm not going to fix my car right now. I'm not going to scream at the guy because my car is crashed. Like there's nothing I can do. And so I kind of like, meditated before getting out of the car like meditated for like five minutes so like muffin my car is crashed (laughs) i can't do anything now i can only learn how to drive safer i guess it was not my fault but i i can learn how to be more present while driving be conscious and acknowledge that like i could die at any second if i'm not present while driving there's nothing that i can do and i called my dad and like he hugged me and he was like are you like not mad and i'm like i'm not mad (laughs) i'm not mad i really i can't do anything All I can do is call the insurance, fix my car, like whatever. But right now I can't do anything. So I'm not mad. Mm -hmm. And that for me, that few weeks ago that I had no reaction to crashing my car, I was like, I have changed. (laughs) I have changed. My reactions are different. But again, I haven't always been like that. And I'm not saying it to be like, oh my gosh, this girl doesn't, she doesn't get mad at anything. No, it's just for me to 
be like, if I could train my brain how to be nice to myself when I was literally my biggest hater growing up, then you can too. And I do find that is a common theme. It's like, because I understand, because I would be super angry and reactive. And I would say I was like, maybe like a nine out of 10 reactivity when I was like younger. And then after going on my spiritual journey, now I'm like a four out of 10. Like, I understand that feeling of being like, wow, like, I've fucking changed and it's not to like brag or anything like it's a moment of being like I have fucking changed and I am so grateful that I have changed because it sucks to be angry I don't think people who don't get angry like understand how annoying it is because all you're doing is hurting yourself like when you get angry when you get frustrated it is that internal voice not being like I hate the world it's your internal voice being like I hate me Mm -hmm. and that is like the most painful thing and I can just like relate so deeply to you because I've also gone through this experience and trust me like maybe once every like three months like I definitely can catch myself falling back into old patterns I have to re-catch myself and be like coming back to that point of deep awareness and it seems like with your car you did the best thing that you can you accepted the situation step Mm -hmm. one I love steps like literally acceptance like acceptance is so fucking powerful like just you taking that moment being like there's nothing I can do about it me yelling at this person, me going off, me feeling shitty about this, this isn't going to change the situation that already is. It's not. So one, having that deep acceptance and two, having that solution-based thinking. I feel like that is so powerful for you to be like, what can I do? What I can't do is change what just happened. But what I can do is call my insurance. And what I can do is figure this out. What I can do is call my dad and ask for support and get a hug Mm -hmm. and maybe a good Mm -hmm. cry in. What can you do instead of what can you change? Because you can't change anything that's happened in the past. All you can do is respond to the situation in the present and moving forward for your future. So I think that's so powerful. And I just relate so deeply to that. And I see like, yeah, the acceptance and then the solution-based thinking. And if you need a good cry, like when somebody's oh, angry, 100%. You need a good cry. Like you don't actually need to be angry and explode. All you need to do is just like feel that cortisol release in your body being stressed out and scared and fearful and just cry, like release it from your body, move it out, cry it out, feel your feelings, and then realize you can accept it and you can do what you can do in the future. You just can't change the past. I love Thank you for sharing that with us. No, of course. And three things that I that I want to point out about what you said, acceptance, like you can't start healing anything like this was just crashing my car, whatever. But you can't start healing anything until you accept. Like acceptance is literally the start of any healing journey or any growing journey or like changing point in your life. Like if you don't accept, you you can't really change because you will never allow yourself to be born over and be like, I do have to change. So acceptance is like key and step number one of everything. Also, once you start changing and once you do start connecting with that best version of yourself, I feel like the universe tests you to see if you actually changed or if you've changed to the good parts of life. And then when something like crashing your car happens, you're going to go back to who you were. And I do 100% know that that was a test for me and be like, okay, universe, like, why are you doing this to me? Like I was having such a good day and you're waiting for me to react, but I'm not going to react because I've changed. Like in the universe will put you through tests like that. Once you start changing to see if like you're actually changing Or you're just like being happy at the happy moments in life, but then like go back to your old self whenever things are not going your way. Yeah. And also I want to say like, literally that is the first thing when you were telling that story that came through for me from spirit was being like, 
that was a test. Like I literally kept hearing that in the back of my head, like as a joke, but like literally a voice in my head being like, that was hundred percent a test for you. Oh and God. it just brought me back to the times in my life where I've been tested, especially with relationships with my boyfriend, my parents, that's where I find myself in my deepest tests of patience and impatience <laughs> and reactivity versus responding. And I think that that was a test for you and you fucking passed, dude. So you should be so fucking proud of yourself because it's not easy to change and it's easy to be grateful when things are good, but it's not easy to be grateful when things are bad. Like when things feel shitty and like things feel painful and things don't quote unquote go your way. And mm -hmm. I think to have that moment of, wow, I've changed is like so amazing. Okay, what was the third thing? Give it to us. Crying. Crying is like cleansing your soul. And ever since I started my healing journey and like connected with my highest self and being so energetically aware, I cry at everything, at everything. And like, it's not even that I mean to, I'm not, I love crying, but I like, I can walk past the person that has such a like high energy that I start crying and I feel it. And I, my parents have noticed that too, of like, you're very recipient. Is that how you say it? Like you receive energy so much that it makes me cry. So, I mean, I love crying. Sometimes you just have like emotions right here that if you don't let out, you can even get sick. And like, it is a thing. Like when you don't let your emotions out, you can get sick. So I love crying. Crying is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you pointed right here. Will you tell everyone where you pointed to? The throat, the throat. The throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to like say what the here was because I feel like everyone understands having that lump in your throat. And it's just uh -huh. like stop fighting it like stop fighting it like your emotions want to come through like when you allow them to pass through that is what frees you our emotions cloud our ability to be aware and perceptive because emotions can cloud everything so we got to feel them and move through them first and then we can have the perception and the awareness and the conscious responding to life that we want you know when we have that ability to think and be clear we need to be clear so to be clear we have to feel our emotions. So literally crying is so powerful. Amazing. I want to give everyone like a little like challenge moment. Like if you were to give people a challenge for this week to begin to respond rather than react in their life and begin to actually feel this deep moment of change and being like, okay, like whatever comes up, it, it doesn't matter if it's objectively good or bad or makes me sad or angry in, in the first response because I have awareness beyond that. I have consciousness beyond that, beyond my emotions. What would be the challenge that we could give everybody for this week to embrace that? Living every single moment super aware, super aware because the universe is always testing you, always, always, always. And if something does happen to you that deserves kind of like your inner peace, take some time, five seconds, 10 seconds before reacting. And the problem with reacting and the reason why we don't learn is because we're so quick to react. Again, our brain is wired for comfort. So it already knows how to react when things don't go our way. It already knows. That's why we're so quick to react. Someone doesn't speak to us in a nice way. We speak back. We yell. We curse there's traffic oh this fucking traffic or a red light oh this fucking red like we're so quick our brain already knows how to respond to situations that we don't like however if we start being more aware and more conscious be like why am I complaining about the traffic I'm literally a part of the traffic as well <laughs> all, <laughs> yeah. these, all these people are trying to get to their destination just like I am why am I angry at it? And then start questioning yourself and like, why do you react the way that you react? And the answer is probably going to be like, I literally have no reason to. That's how you train yourself to be like, there's, so there's no reason why I should be ruining my day because of traffic that I'm literally a part of. 
that I can't do anything about. And this is just traffic, but like, it's a basic example that like a lot of people go through, but just like every single situation of like, why did I just react the way that I just reacted? How could I react differently next time? And take time before reacting, like take 10 seconds to breathe. And then you might not even want to react like that because there's no point, you know? So I would say take time before reacting. I love that. And like, I feel like spirit works in such amazing ways. Like the universe, after listening to this podcast, guys, I bet you are going to have something come up oh, in the next uh-huh. couple of days that is going to majorly test uh-huh. you. And now you know. Now you have uh-huh. awareness that this is a test. And the steps that kind of came through for me, because I said I like love the steps. Because if we have a system to teach our brain, 100%. then we can work so with our easier. brain. And I'm super visual. So like anything that people can write down with like arrows or anything, please, like it's so much easier. Literally. So I'm seeing like one, like pause, one, take the fucking pause, take the breath, take the pause, take the 10 to 15 seconds and literally pause. So powerful. Two, I heard you say question. Why am I reacting this way? Why am I getting so mad if everyone else is experiencing this too? Like start questioning what you're feeling and what thoughts are coming up instead of just going along with them and submitting to these thoughts. First Mm -hmm. pause, take the pause. Number two, start asking yourself questions. And then the third thing that I kind of heard you say is ask yourself, how can I respond differently? And I think that's so important because our brain wants to do what it's trained to do, what it habitually knows. Because like we said before, we will prioritize comfort over our happiness any day our little monkey evolutionary brain that's what it wants it wants comfort so asking ourselves how can i respond differently and coming from that point of deep awareness and deep acceptance and knowing that you do have the ability to shift change grow evolve at any moment and this little small test even from something as small as a text to traffic like these are the moments where you really get to change and you get to practice for the bigger things when you have that huge fight in your relationship or your parents are really testing you or your siblings pissing you off or you get laid off at work or like all this big shit happens like you get to practice in the little moments so we want you to take that time this week when the test comes up for you because it 100% will and it's going to come up for me today I have a feeling like some I think it's going to come up today that's going to reflect this for me and one take the pause take the breath take the 15 seconds literally just pause do what sweet mafe did and like meditate in your car after getting in a fucking accident number two <laughs> question start questioning yourself well why am i actually thinking this way and then three ask yourself how can i respond differently this time I think that's so powerful and I think everyone should do that. And then you need to DM us telling us about the story. Cause I feel like stories are going to come up and people are going to be like, I need to tell somebody about it. Yeah, DM DM me, DM her. And I think that the universe is a fly that's always here, like right next to you. And it's giving you stickers every time you respond differently. Your goal is to get as many stickers as you can. Like, you know, when your teacher used to give you like happy face stickers, every time that you react different, is a new sticker for you. And those stickers start building up. Something good is going to happen to you eventually. Like you're going to get everything that you've been manifesting. You're going to get everything that you want. You're going to be living that dream life. If you start vibrating in a different level, and the only way that you are going to start vibrating in a different level and frequency is if you start reacting in a more positive way. Oh, fucking chills. That's so good. (laughs) Guys, we are going to also have an episode over on her channel, I Missed Me. So go check that out. It will be linked below. And now tell us, where can everybody find you? What is the tea? Where do we find more of the brilliant Mafe? Because truly, like, this has been an amazing, impactful conversation. That even though I, like, know all this stuff, like, 
there's this part of us that's like, oh, I know that. I already know that. Well, if you already know it, you need to fucking hear it it's again. So refreshing, yeah. This was a moment for me where I'm like, wow, like this was like a refresh to things that I haven't talked about in a minute that I feel like is really powerful because we have to constantly check ourselves and constantly be like, okay, I need to check myself. I need to call myself out. How am I responding? Am I responding or am I reacting? And this has been such an impactful conversation around making new decisions for ourselves and choosing a new habit and a new reality and a new way of responding to the world. So like, thank you so, so much. Where do we find you? Where do we find you? you? And also I want to say like, it's super cool to find people that have like same spiritual mindset as you and that we're both helping people to have that same mindset and that truly like these are the type of creators that like are actually impacting and and, like changing the world so I appreciate you so much thank you so much for having me you can find me on social media as Mafia Ansures I do create personal content on my TikTok Mafia Ansures on Insta I'm super active on Instagram at Mafia Ansures if you want to listen to I Missed Me is I Missed Me podcast on every single platform I Missed Me podcast on Instagram I Missed Me podcast on TikTok no name project is my clothing brand that's dropping really really soon I don't know if it's gonna be dropping before this episode comes out or after but no name project co on instagram no name project co on tiktok it's hoodies and they have positive messages on the back and like kind of the concept of the brand is that we're all strangers healing together so if you're into obviously if you're listening to this episode you're into this spirituality mindset positive best version of yourself type of thing and that clothing brand is exactly that so I'm super excited and I will be sending you a hoodie as well all the way to Hawaii (laughs) oh my god and everything will be linked below and I cannot wait congratulations on your line I literally love that for you (laughs) from our conversation today what are your final thoughts? It is just so refreshing and such a like good reminder for me that I am in the right path to find people like you that are just like connected and aware and conscious. So it's just like, I love these type of conversations. I had chills the whole time. <laughs> your energy is just amazing. And thank you so much for doing what you do. You have a friend all the way here in Florida. So I'm oh, just- I'm coming to Florida, baby. And you have a friend Please. here in Hawaii. And uh-huh. honestly, I'm so grateful for this conversation with you too. Go listen to our other conversation guys on I Missed Me. We'll probably have you back for another conversation eventually. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> bye guys. Love you guys. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. 
I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping.